Hey everybody, this is Yoga with Adam, and I'm Adam Hoke. This is episode 162, Hip Strength and Mobility Flow. We're going to work up to bound half moon with a strap, which is a big old ask for your hip. So we're going to make sure we develop the flexibility along with strength. We'll do a bunch of fun and funky stuff. Uh, again, all you need is a strap. And if you want to follow along with the sequence, just go to the show notes where you can download it. So get to your mat. We will start lying down with the strap nearby. Okay, so lie down with the strap nearby. And we'll begin simply checking in and seeing how you feel today physically, mentally, emotionally. Sometimes it's important just to acknowledge. And however you feel, see if you can befriend the feeling. And you can even say, I befriend this moment. I befriend this moment. And we'll get ourselves ready to practice by anchoring anchoring ourselves in our breath. So first, just have a full inhale and exhale out. And we're going to breathe in three parts. So you'll breathe a third of your breath, then another third, then another third. We'll picture uh, belly, ribs, and upper back to help us. Since I've been chatting, just say, or I have another exhale. So we're starting from the same point. Then inhale, belly. Inhale, ribs. Inhale, upper back. Full exhale. Inhale, belly. Ribs. Upper back, full exhale. Do that for yourselves a couple times. When you finish the next round, just come back to a normal breath for you. We will return to that breath pattern a couple times. Try to keep that anchor of breath and that anchor of stability in your center without using your hands. Bring the right knee in towards your chest without using your hands. And simply circle the thigh around in the hip socket And if you notice that the rest of your body is wobbling, first work with the stability and press of the left leg into the ground. It can be bent or straight. And then maybe reduce the motion until the rest of the body is still. 
And once you've got a hang of that on in that direction, just change the direction of the circle and you might have to find a, you know, a new pattern. But we're trying to work in a way where the rest of the body is still and we develop our hip range of motion. Okay. You all are having your little party on that side. So let's move the party to the other side. So right leg comes down, left leg comes in and circle. And again, you'll notice, I see it in some of you that the rest of the body, especially pelvis is having, you know, this little sympathetic journey. So it wants to join the fun and it moves around. So still that by pressing into the right leg and then reducing the motion of the left leg until you can control the rest of the body. Okay. Then circle the other direction. And these things are just nice to do as well, soothing. Okay. And then both legs on the ground, both legs probably straight, unless that irritates your back. If so, keep the knees bent. Listen carefully to the instruction. So raise the right leg up to a tabletop position, right leg up to a tabletop position. So the right leg is bent. The right knee is above your right hip socket and your right heel is about the height of your knee. So the right heel is about the height of your knee. So maybe a little lower, Julian. Yes, yes, same thing, Juliet. Yes, all right. Now, the thigh can only turn in two different directions. So we're gonna first externally rotate. So it's like the heel is coming towards your left shoulder and try to keep the right knee above the hip socket. So the right heel wants to come towards the left shoulder. Yeah, like you're doing pigeon pose upside down. So we're not rotating the heel. Yes, it's like your pigeon pose upside down. So that's external rotation. Now, other direction. Heel wants to move outside your right shoulder. The knee stays above the hip socket. Internal rotation. And just go back and forth. Externally rotate the thigh and the hip socket like a little corkscrew. Internally rotate. Yeah. Just go back and forth. And sort of play around at the edge of the action where maybe it's a little sticky or it doesn't want to go. We want to wake up our capacity, our muscular capacity, to internally and externally rotate the thigh. Next time you're in that upside-down pigeon pose, externally rotated position, stay there. So it's the heel is moving towards your left shoulder. Yeah. And just sort of see where you can go and see where you can breathe. Then, same thing, internal rotation, keeping the knee above the hip socket roughly. Bring the heel sort of moving towards the outside of the right shoulder. I know it won't go that far, but that's the direction. All right, bring that leg down to shake it out. I'm proud of you for getting the rotations. Okay, same thing, other side. Left leg to a tabletop. That means the knee is bent. The knee is roughly above the hip socket. So just sort of keep that your aim. And the heel is at the height of the knee. Try to keep all those things the same. Then, sort of like pigeon pose upside down, the heel is moving towards your right shoulder, but the knee is staying in place. And then, opposite direction, heel is moving towards outside left shoulder. Just back and forth, like a little corkscrewing action, thigh in the hip socket. And you may find that one direction is easier than the other, or one side of your hip was functioning a little bit, a little, with a little bit more ease than the other, and that's fine. No, no big deal. 
Next time you get into that sort of upside down pigeon pose or upside down cross leg position, just keep there. So it's the external rotation. The heel is moving towards your right shoulder. Yeah, and just sort of see where your range will take you. And then reverse it. The heel moves the other way towards outside your left shoulder. Yeah, very good. And then shake that out. Bring both legs to the ground. Now, so that was maybe the unusual. Now we'll go to the more familiar. Take your strap around your right foot and bring your right leg up into the air. And just enjoy for the moment that I'm not going to ask you to do anything crazy or cuckoo or different. It's just the legs up, familiar. We get to hold on to it. Find a range of motion that's like, it's a little bit difficult for you to be there, but you can still breathe. So use your work into your flexibility but you can still breathe and make sure in going there that you haven't gritted your teeth or like have a death grip on the strap. Focus on the stability of the leg on the ground. So you can really press, especially the, the left thigh down, left thigh down. Yeah. So you get a root of pelvis. All right. Well, here's the fun thing. Everything stays the same, exactly the same, except your hands hold the strap as lightly as possible. Maybe even not at all. But the leg doesn't move. And you think, now why is it so hard? A second ago, it was so easy. But now something has shifted. We're using strength. Can you keep the same stability of the other leg, the left leg? Can you keep your breath the way it was? All right. Now, confidently hold the strap, both sides of it in the right hand with firmness. Externally rotate the right leg. So the heel turns in, the toes turn out. Heel turns in, toes turn out. And then bring the leg up and out to the right in your second bit of our leg and strap series. Yeah. So we sort of want the heel higher than the toes. So the toes turn towards the floor. Yes, there's the rotation. Now notice if you're sort of falling towards that right leg. If so, you can press the left thigh a little bit more down, left hip a little bit down. And unless it causes you grief, um, Veronica, you can keep going in the direction of your bed and just externally rotate the leg so the heel turns up. Yes, that's it. All right, same as before. Nothing is going to change except you're going to hold the strap as lightly as possible or maybe even not at all. And do you have the strength to keep that leg up where it was without the strap? And it, it's not meant to be an easy thing. Take another breath. Then happily hug that knee in towards your chest. Strap the left foot, bring the left leg up into the air. And all you got to do is just find where you are in that leg stretch that you know you're, you're working on your range, but you can still breathe. Uh, and importantly, the other leg gives you a root, an anchor of stability down. So the right leg, even the right thigh is pressing down. Um, especially for someone like you, Catherine, Maria, who, who have more range here, make sure your lower back has a nice natural arch. So you haven't flattened your lower back, which means you've tipped your pelvis. Okay, nothing 
changes, except hold the strap as lightly as possible and try to keep the leg in place. And if there's a little shake, that's fine. The strap is always there. You can hold on to it again, but see if you can just support the strength uh, or the flexibility of the leg with strength. Last bit of breath. Hold the strap firmly in the left hand. Externally rotate the left leg. So heel turns in and up, toes turn out and down, and then the leg goes up and over. So just make sure, we don't always do the external rotation, but make sure you have it here. So Juliet, heel higher than the toes. Heel high. Yes, that's exactly it. Yeah. And then once you sort of work into your range, stabilize the right leg by pressing it down. Yes, good, Julian. And then keep everything the same, except hold the strap really lightly or not at all. And you know, in the long run of practice, we want to make sure whatever we're flexible in, we're also strong in because that's a good pattern. Okay, hug that sucker in, hug both knees in. We won't do anything like that for a little bit. And then on your own for a minute, minute and a half, wrist stretches into cat-cow, into down-dog. So from all fours, stretch your wrists out a little bit by rocking forward and back. Turning hand positions, always a good, like for you, like vinyasa folk, always good to get wrists ready. And when you've had enough of that, you can do some cat-cow. Cat-cow is quite nice to let linger. So you can sort of find the bits of it that aren't working as well. And then stay there. Yeah. And when you feel like, okay, I've gotten my wrists ready, I've gotten my spine moving, Let's just spend five or six breaths in down dog. And if you want to make down dog totally still, you can make it totally still. If you want to move a little bit through um, knees and hips, please do so. You know, and, and soon we'll be getting into our flow and we'll do a bit of a funky breath. Uh, start training yourself now or turning on the awareness to Feel where breath is going in your body as you breathe in and feel how that breath maybe helps you explore a little bit more leg flexibility or a little bit more spine length or shoulder broadness. Like the breath is the agent of uh, investigation. Like it's our secret agent going around scoping things out. Take one more breath. Then... Walk yourself forward, standing forward, fold. This is a good moment to play around with your uh, foot width until you could really fold and just have that like nice sigh out or just a rich exhale. You feel how you feel when you say, I, I befriend this moment. Get some power in your heels. Slowly roll up to stand.
once we're standing, we're going to remind ourselves of that three-part breath because after we remind ourselves of it, we're going to use that breath for our sun salute, which will make the sun salutation a little bit different than usual. So first, just the breath. Full exhalation. Inhale a third of the way. Another third, maybe rib cage. Inhale, last third, upper back. Full exhalation. Now we add the motion of a sun salutation. It might feel a little clunky the first time, but you'll get a few attempts. So we're moving and breathing with that three-part breath, which means you'll break up actions that are on the inhale. Inhale a third of the way, reach the arms out and up a third of the way. Another third, keep reaching, arms rise with the breath. Final third, keep reaching, find the opening of the chest. Exhale, fold down, take your time. So it's staged, it's incremental. You're moving forward and halfway up. A third of your inhale. Another third, spine is reaching. Another third, chest is opening. Full exhalation over legs. Same thing. Inhale, rising the stand. Third of your breath, arms are reaching out and up. Second third, keep rising, keep reaching. Final third, keep rising, keep reaching. Hands come down. So that might have felt a little start, stop, or clunky. Feel free to make it more fluid, but keep the breath. So you can keep moving, but keep the breath in those stages. One more half salute. Inhale a third of the way, reach the arms out and up. Pause, keep breathing. Pause, keep breathing and reaching. Fold all the way down. So it works in stages. Forward and halfway up with the breath. Inhale, third of the way. Keep breathing, another third. Keep breathing, another third. Fold and exhale. Rising to stand, inhale a third of the way, reaching the arms. Keep coming, breathing. Final third of breath, final reach. Then hands slowly come down. Now into our full sun salute. I'm going to watch you. Inhale a third of the way, arms start to rise. Breath into ribs, arms rise more. Breath into back, final bit. Full exhale, fold all the way down. Take your time. Full exhale to come down. Rising halfway up. Inhale a third. You got more time. Inhale, lengthen out. Inhale, open chest. Walk to plank or all fours. In your plank or all fours, breathe belly. Breathe ribs, breathe upper back, drop your knees, exhale, roll to the floor. We're going to do locust pose. One time, breath in stages. Reach the arms back, inhale, lift 
arms, chest, and legs. Inhale a little bit more. Fat last bit of inhale. Exhale, down and back, downward facing dog. Same breath. Explore with the breath. Inhale, belly. Inhale, rib cage. Inhale, upper back. Full exhale. Inhale, belly. Ribs. Upper back. Full exhale, walk or hop forwards. Halfway lift, inhaling third of the way. Second third of breath and reach. Final third and chest opening, shoulders pull back. Slow exhale to fold. You got a lot of time. Rising to stand, inhale a third of the breath, a third of the lift. Keep going, second third, arms reach. Final third, reach, reach, reach. Slow exhale, only hands come down by your side. Again, inhale in stages, a third, arms rise. Second third, arms rise. Final third, chest lifts, breath to back. Slow exhale to fold, the whole exhale to get down. So only about now are you down. Halfway lift, inhale, a little bit up. Find that length of spine. That opening of chest, final third of breath. Walk to plank or all fours. Inhale, belly, the hips nice and high. Inhale, rib cage. Inhale, upper back. Drop your knees, half tricep press to the ground. Set up for cobra, hands roughly under shoulders. Inhale, cobra. It's a third of your breath, third of your height. Get a little bit more lift and breath. You're still there. Get that final little bit of arms pulling back. Yes, good, Maria. And then back to downward facing dog. So this is where the speed starts becoming even more challenging. So make sure you three-part breath into belly, into rib, into back, full exhale, breathe belly, rib, back, exhale, hop or step forwards. Halfway lift, take your time, third of your breath, third of your lift. Keep coming, second, third, really spinal length there. Final third, that chest opens, good. Fold down. Take your time. Inhale, third of the way, lift up to stand, third of the way. Second third, find your reach. Final third, find your upper spine. And then hands slowly come down. We're gonna do one more. Three parts. Inhale, third of the breath, third of the reach. Arms rising. Second, third, keep coming. Final third and the chest lift. 
fold down, taking your time. Full exhale to get down. It's the halfway lift. Inhale, third of the way. Lift a third of the way. Spinal reach. Upper spine. Walk to plank or all fours as you exhale. Last long plank. Inhale, belly. Ribs. Upper back. Knees up or down, triceps press, chaturanga, into cobra or up dog. And you got to stay there. You got time. So three-part breath. Shoulders back and down. Chest is rising on that final third of breath. And then back to downward facing dog. On your own, three-part breath a couple times. And just see where the breath goes and how... The feeling of the pose shifts when you take your time and breathe into it. When you complete about two cycles, hop or step forwards. Once you're there on your forward fold, it's a halfway lift in three parts. It's a slow fold on exhale. Then it's a rise to standing in three-part breath, three-part reach. And then exhale, the hands come down by your side and you just pause for a moment. And you can assess how you're feeling. The breath may have calmed you down or exposed your irritation. See where you land in the middle of that. Step wide on the mat with feet parallel. Bend the right knee and sway the hips over towards the right. You can stay high with the hands or you can bring the hands down to floor butt is pressing back. And we're just going to go side to side. So inhale here, slowly shift towards the left, bending the left knee, sending the hips back and to the left. And just start going side to side with your breath. I want you to take your time with it and try to work into each hip and perhaps the parts of each hip that don't want to be worked into. And after you go a couple times, you can start playing with the variables. So you can start turning the feet in or out. You can go higher or lower with your butt. You can go more forward or down with your chest. You can raise toes or not. But move slowly like you're like some sort of night prowler deep in the jungle. And we just want things to to sort of find their way into opening. No rush. Good. Very nice. Very patient, everyone. Last time or so, each direction. And then let's stay over towards the right. And it's quite nice to bring right hand or forearm into the right inner thigh and just press out. Just press out. And maybe the thigh presses back into the arm just so we train it to be strong. 
shift to the other side, left knee bent, left arm inside the left inner thigh, not the top of it, press out with the arm, and then thigh presses back into you. Good. Then roll back to center, both knees bent, hands on thighs, dig into your heels, slowly come up to stand at the top. You can feel the bottom of your bum squeeze. Then step the feet in and parallel, hip distance wide. We're going to come in and out of chair pose squat slowly with breath. You decide the depth. Maybe incrementally you let it deepen. We'll do it, uh, let's say, five times. Inhale, sit back into your chair pose. Arms lift, butt goes back. Exhale, slowly stand at the top, butt has a little bit of squeeze. Four more. Inhale, sit straight back and down. You decide how low. Exhale, stand, butt has a little squeeze. Three more. Work on your depth if you want. Inhale, sitting back and down. Exhale, stand. Inhale, sitting back and down. Good. Exhale, stand. Good. Nice depth. Last one. Inhale, sit back. Exhale, stand. Good. Go to the top of your mat and have right foot forward, left foot back for warrior two. That means right knee bent, left heel down. And then as you get into it, just sort of play around like how long do you want that stance to be today? How wide on the mat feels good in that right inner thigh and left bum? Right thigh presses a little bit out, chest turns open. Arms reach, and that's it. Just look past your front fingertips. Just standard issue warrior two today. Keep your breath focused and maybe awareness at navel center, just so we have a, like a root and an anchor that can help us as we proceed. Move down forearm to thigh side angle, top arm up and over. Establish the length first from back heel through top arm. Keep that length and then decide how low you'd like to go with the right arm. If you go lower, go inside the leg today and ensure that the right waist is long. So Catherine hips a tiny bit higher, right waist a smidge longer. You can, yeah, there you go. Last little bit, good. Exploring your depth. Then back to warrior two. We're going to do a progression of that warrior two and uh, half moon, which comes next. So with or without brick, right hand comes down to floor or brick. Left leg lifts, left arm lifts, half moon pose. Just standard issue. Find the length of all your limbs, especially that top leg. Keep rolling back the, the rib cage, Veronica. Yes. Last moment, just standard issue. Then top hand comes down. Step back, just downward facing dog. Or rest, 
or a very slow incremental vinyasa of chaturanga up dog, down dog, remembering how much time we gave it before. Take another couple breaths. Then walk or hop to the top of your mat and we do the same thing. Side number two. Halfway lift, fold, all the way lift. So I've taken out the stages, but you, you remember to use that time. And then hands float down by your side. Good. Left foot forward, right foot back, warrior two. Decide firstly how long of a stance you want today, today being the keyword, and how wide on the mat. So right foot doesn't have to be like in line with the front foot. It can move uh, to the right a little bit if you want. Open the arms out if you haven't. Turn the chest open. A real strong sense of that left thigh pressing out and back. And that's it. Just warrior two because it'll start getting more complicated the second time we do this. Take another breath. Move down forearm to thigh side angle, top arm up and over. Establish the the lift and length through the spine from back heel through top arm. And then if you want to work the range, work it incrementally. Left hand can come down to maybe brick, maybe fingertips, maybe floor. For today, inside of thigh is quite nice. Yeah, Julian, that right foot might move a little bit towards Juliet. So the back foot, the back foot, the right foot, yeah. There you go. And then you can press the left thigh out. Good. Take another moment. Then all the way back up, warrior two. As peacefully as you can, move forward into your half moon. Left hand on floor or brick. Find something that will help you balance in the space that you're in. So something you can look at and lengthen through all your limbs keeping a little bit of awareness in your center, in your breath, and a little slight tone of your center. Good. Just downward facing dog. And then once you're in down dog, walk the hands backward towards the feet. Roll up to stand this round. We're going to do tree pose standing balance. So if your balance uh, isn't with it today, you can hold onto a wall or a chair. Otherwise, have hands on hips. Without using your hands, right foot, right leg comes up into tree pose. And if it doesn't go as high as it normally does, that's fine. I can see, I can see your hands just wanting to grab the foot and the leg, but don't let it. All right. First, have a little honesty check. Make sure both your hip points, both sides of your pelvis are facing forward. There'll be a temptation to turn it towards the bent leg, the lifted leg. Then tell left side hip to squeeze a little bit up and in so you don't lean into your left leg. Good. If you want to reach the arms up, do so. Can you keep the hips facing forward, but still press the right thigh a little bit out and back without turning your entire pelvis? Hands come down, foot comes down, breathe in, breathe out. So this is another thing that we'll develop. With hands on hips, 
without using your hands, left foot comes into tree pose. And if you remember our rotations before, the left leg is externally rotated. Hips face forward. So notice they'll want to turn towards the lifted leg, hip points. Keep hips facing forward. Then maybe arms go up. Make sure that standing leg hip is hugging in. And without turning your hip points or your pelvis, left thigh presses out and back behind you. So we just work that range. Just a little, like a little niggle in. Okay. Hands down, foot down. Have a little moment. Okay. Always like post tree pose dance. Same start as before. Up and down squats. This time feet start hip distance wide, but there is a turnout. It might be a little bit. It might be a lot. And to find like peace in your body, you might say, oh, I like the feet a little bit wider. And that's fine too. But feet are turned out for the squat. Same thing. Incremental five times with breath. Inhale, sit down and back into your squat. Arms can reach forward or forward and up. Exhale, up you come. A little squeeze bottom bum at the top. Four more. Inhale, sit back. I did 100 of these this morning with weight, so I won't have sympathy. Exhale, stand. Actually, I do have sympathy. It's hard. Three more. Inhale, sit back. Work your depth. Exhale, stand. Don't forget the little squeeze at the top. Inhale, sit. Nice, Maria. Good. Exhale, stand. Nice. I know, Veronica. All right. Inhale, sit. Exhale, stand. We'll do one more. Inhale, sit. Exhale, stand. Grab your strap. I think the easiest position to have it ready is over your left shoulder. So there's just a tiny bit of it in front of left chest. The rest of the strap is dangling behind your back from left shoulder. And then into warrior two, right foot forward, left foot back, just arms reach. Same as before, same as before, but the strap is over the left shoulder. So the other shoulder, Catherine, left shoulder. There you go, and dangling behind you. Just purely warrior two. Okay, take another breath. Then come down into your forearm to thigh side angle. Instead of reaching the top arm up and over, bring it behind you into a half bind, grab your strap, and then use as much or as little strap as you need. Right arm crosses the right inner thigh, reaches underneath, grabs a lot of strap or a little strap between both hands. Feel free to have miles. Lean back into it. Maybe you need more strap to do that. Maybe you need to be higher with more strap, or maybe you go lower. That's up to you. A little tension on the strap. A little tension on the strap. Press the right thigh and the right arm together and find your breath. So we're starting to come into a challenge here. Take another breath. So we have that squeeze of thigh in, so there's some strength. Okay. Abandon the strap. Don't worry about it. Right hand comes down to floor or brick. 
straight into your half moon with a half bind with the left arm behind you and the right hand on the ground. Stay with that awareness and navel center or both hands prayer center of chest as you do half moon. Take another breath, find your way through the wobble and then just down dog or child's pose or a slow chaturanga up dog down dog. Use those hands, Juliet. Spread them out and press. Yes. And then we meet in down dog. Hop or step forwards. Halfway lift. Taking your time. Fold. All the way lift. Hands slowly come down. Same thing, other side. Have the strap dangling over your right shoulder. Most of it's behind you. Left foot forward, warrior two. Put the straps over your right shoulder. Most of it's dangling behind your back. And then we'll be ready. And just warrior two. Don't worry about what's coming. Just warrior two. Find a depth, depth that suits you and a little press out of that left thigh. So we're gripping that thigh with our hip muscles. Good. Come down, forearm to thigh, side angle. Top arm comes behind you into a half bind and grabs the strap. And the strap is dangling outside of left thigh. Left arm crosses the left inner thigh and then underneath grabs a million miles of strap in between the hands or millimeters. Have enough strap that your spine feels long so it can reach forward. And you can lean a little bit back into the pose. So use a little bit more strap if your chest is facing the ground. Press arm and inner thigh together. So there's a little bit of power. It's not just flopping down. Last breath. Fully abandon the strap and move into half moon pose with a half bind. So that top arm stays behind you. Bottom hand is on floor. Or brick. Lean back into it. Stay with the half bind or both hands prayer center of chest. And there might be an initial wobble. So find your focal point. Find your awareness and navel center. Good. Reach really high with that lifted leg. Good, good, everybody. Okay. Out of your misery. Back to downward facing dog. I shouldn't say misery. That's quite fun if you get it. Walk your hands to your feet. Roll up slowly. Hands on hips, exactly as before. Exactly as before, without hands, right leg comes up to tree pose. Hip points face forward. Left outer hip hugs in. Everything stays the same except the right foot does not touch the standing leg. It moves a couple millimeters away. Stays in tree pose as close as you can into its tree pose position, but it doesn't hold on to the standing leg. And now there's your strength. Arms can reach up if you'd like. 
Focus on the stability of the other leg too, because that's going to help you. Focus on your breath and and little structure and center. Good. Hands down, foot down, breathe in, breathe out. Hands on hips, left leg up, tree pose without using your hands. See where your range takes you when that foot can hold onto the leg. Hip points face forward, right outer hip hugs in. Everything's the same except that lifted foot moves very small amounts away from the standing leg, but try to keep it like tree pose. Arms can go up if you want. Try to keep the strength of tree pose without just that leg hanging on. Good. Hands down, foot down, breathe in and out. Step wide on your mat. So much wider than hip distance. You can, you can make it slightly wider or slightly narrower as we go. Feet turn out. So it's like the sumo squat position. And that's exactly what we're going to do, up and down. Same as before. Inhale, butt back, knees bend, arms lift, sumo squat. Exhale, rise to stand, little squeeze of bottom at the top. Three or four more. Inhale, sit back. Exhale, stand. Just watch those inner arches, Maria. Sit back. There it is, yeah. Exhale, stand. Last couple. Inhale, sit back. Play around with your depth. Exhale, stand. Final one. Inhale, sit back. Exhale, stand. All right. It's a grand finale. Have the strap over your left shoulder, right foot forward, warrior two. Find a depth of warrior two that suits you. Right thigh presses a little bit out. And that's it, just normal warrior two, another breath. Calm down, side angle, with a bind, with the strap. So top arm behind you, grab strap, strap dangles outside the right thigh, right arm reaches underneath. Use as much or as little strap as you need. Key element, chest can roll open, so use a little bit more strap if the chest cannot roll open. If you can keep the chest open, use as little strap as you need, but keep the strap there for what comes next. All right, listen to me first, because you might decide the next thing is a step too far. Keep the bind and step the back foot in a little bit, and then transition into half moon with that bind, with that strap. Or you say, Adam, no thank you. Abandon the strap and move into half moon without it. If you're struggling with it, give yourself more strap. Give yourself more strap. If you're not struggling with it, use less strap. If it was all went tits up, just laugh. If you had somebody chafing in a weird place. Okay, let go of that. (laughs) Just downward facing dog. Just down dog, just down dog. And you say, okay, that's done. That's done. But I got side number two. 
what do I need to do to feel ready? Do I need to rest for a second? Do I need to do a chaturanga? What do I need to do? Is it time for a tea break? Hop or step towards the top of your mat. Halfway lift, taking your time. And fold. All the way lift. And slowly come down. Strap dangling over the right shoulder. That'll keep it in place. Left foot forward, right foot back. Warrior two. Left foot forward, right foot back, warrior two. Just establish your warrior two. Nice and simple. Left thigh presses a bit out, so that leg has some strength. Good. Move down into your side angle, forearm to thigh, then establish the half bind, top arm behind you, grab some strap, dangles outside your thigh, and then left arm reaches underneath from the front of the left thigh. So other arms, Juliet, switch the way the arms are. There you go. Lean back into it. Use as much or as little strap as you need. But find length. Good, we got it. Okay, your choice, with or without the strap or the bind, move into half moon. If you want to move into half moon, step the back foot a little bit in for first, transfer weight to the front foot, and then off you go. If you're struggling, use a lot more strap, come a little bit higher up into it. Yeah. Use that big toe, Julian. Last bit. I like the laughter, Catherine. Last moment. It's a tough pose. Good. And then downward facing dog. Walk the hands backward towards the feet. Just have a moment. Just sort of hang out over the legs. You can have a sigh out. And you can say to yourself, that pose is cuckoo crazy. Crazy, especially if we did it without a strap. It requires uh, uh, an extreme amount of range of motion if we don't do it with the strap. Roll up to stand, hands on hips. Last bit of our pattern, but we'll play with it. One final thing, and you're going to love it. Hands on hips. Right leg up into tree pose. Now... Keep the hands where they are. Right foot lifts off of the left inner leg. Right knee goes as high as it can go without affecting the rest of your body. Keep that knee exactly where it is. Slowly kick that leg up and out without lowering the knee. I know. <laughs> I know. And then see if you have it. So it's kicking forward and up like you're like you're you're in a like not back, forward and up, forward and up, like it's like a kung fu kick. Yes, there it is. Yes, we made it. Kung fu image worked. Okay, bring the leg back in. Both feet on the ground, breathe in and out. Left leg comes up into tree pose. Then the knee just keeps going higher and higher without affecting the rest of you. Think like inner Bruce Lee. Leg kicks up, forward, and out without much else of you changing. Just sort of see how much strength you have. Some of you could have the flexibility, but they're not the strength. Yes. Yes, yeah, so you can move your hands if you want. Good. All right. 
enough of that. Stand on two feet. Just stand, look at one object in your room. See how you feel after all of that. In a second, we're going to lie down and do three back bends. If you want to do down dog first or a sun salute first, do that. Otherwise, just lie down, knees bent. But if you want to do something en route, do it. Okay. First round is just a bridge pose. So press into your feet, roll your hips up, and see where you go. Make sure you're using a little bit of your glute strength. If knees feel like they're flopping out, maybe you move the feet a little wider, or maybe you balance that out by squeezing inner thighs together. Push a little bit into your arms. They can come a bit underneath you. And the final little thing is if you're deep into it, let your lower back have an arch. Take your time, get the arms out of the way, roll down from top to bottom. Repeat exactly that or set the hands for wheel pose, hands by your head. But don't rush into it. Remember this incremental with breath. Slowly roll up, bridge or wheel. Use the strength of your heels the strength of your glute, like bottom glute, and maybe even a little hug in of inner thigh. Yeah, the moment you need to come down, you come down. Another breath. Hips forward rather than towards your wall, Catherine. Yeah, yes. And then come down when you're ready because you're, you're favoring the, the, that part of the back bend towards your wall, Catherine, rather than the, the other side. Yes, you, that Catherine. Okay, last one. Bridge or wheel or wheel variations or bridge variations. Last one. Use the strength of your heels, the strength of your bottom bum, even the strength of your arms. And, and as I was saying, Catherine, bring the pose into your hip flexors because your, your lower back is fine. Your shoulders are fine. A little bit lift into your hip flexors because they're good too, but you can go for it. Yeah. Okay, when you've had enough, come down and let's just do nothing on the ground. I'm going to give you two options for twists because we haven't done much twists. Option number one, sort of standard twist, knees up and over to the right, stacked or wrapped. Second option, feet really wide on the mat, knees drop over to the right. And then one leg can be externally rotated, one leg can be internally rotated. Yeah, so you can move the feet as wide as you want to get that, especially that left thigh internally rotated. Otherwise, knees up and over. So try to keep the knees in line with the hips, nice and high, and then you'll get the twist. Yeah, there we go. And then let's just stay here. Let's have a few breaths.
when you're ready, twist the other way. If you're not ready, you know, time is fungible. So take your time. When you feel evened out, come back into center, keeping knees just bent, or maybe feet together, knees wide, like a, a Baddha Konasana, if that feels good. And before we go into our final rest, I want to return to just a few rounds of that three-part breath, which I think really teaches us about uh, incrementalism, in, which in the body is a really good thing. We take our time. So clear out a full exhale. Inhale, belly, ribs, upper back, and full exhale. Belly, ribs, upper back, Full exhale. A couple times on your own. Stay with the breath or let it drift off and stay as you are or move into a restful position for you. And we'll spend a couple minutes or a little longer. And if there's a lot like sort of brewing in your head or your body, just say, I befriend this moment. Whatever it contains, I befriend this moment.
If you want to stay a little longer where you are, feel free to close your practice there. If you'd like to close seated, you can come up to sit. When you are seated, take a moment to connect to your body and breath. You can have hands on torso, so you feel the movement and the warmth of you. And let's breathe for each other, for ourselves, forever, for whoever else needs some loving kindness. Breath in. Breath out. You can bow or you can touch the ground. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening, everybody. Check out more at adamyogapodcast.com. And please leave a review wherever it is that you listen. Thank you.